The following podcast contains strong language and frank discussions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Well, hello, Mike, and everyone out there in Murderville land. I'm drunk. I'll just, I'm, let's, let's just talk about the elephant in the room, Michael. It's, I yep. am drinking sake. Yes. Because, Why? Why not? No. Oh. Come on. We usually record on a Sunday morning. Yes. Today is Monday evening Correct. for anyone listening. So you just... Yeah. We uh, we didn't record on Sunday because I got out of bed and I thought I heard a tap, 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 thought it was a woodpecker because <laughs> I do have a woodpecker out here that sometimes will just like get go in hard. Okay? Just goes buck wild. Okay. <laughs> And just starts tip, tip, tippy, tapping all over the house, yeah. the deck, the metal, uh, what do you call that? For, vent, like the metal vent tube thing that like vents out like a stove and whatever. Mm-hmm. One day it was sitting on one of the, the, what do you call them? Brackets, right? Yeah. That attaches to the house. Right. And was tapping the metal <laughs> for, for what reason? I don't know because it wasn't like getting anywhere because I feel like, do they... Do they eat the wood that they pack? I don't even know why they do it. But anyway. Just doing what comes naturally. Yes, I guess. And uh, <laughs> uh, tink, 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 tink on the fucking metal, which was just outrageous. Anyway, it wasn't. Twasn't. Twasn't a woodpecker. Twas Michael. it. In reality. Twas a roofer. <laughs> a roofer. That my landlord, <laughs> nor, my landlord nor the neighbor downstairs let me know that an entire roof renovation was going to be happening. First of all, starting on a Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Okay? okay. Not even Monday morning. Sunday flipping morning at 9 o'clock. Sleepy times. On the Lord's Day, Michael. <laughs> Michael. Nope. On the Lord's Day, Michael. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's Jesus outrageous. God. And so, yeah, it was totally, at one point, I'm not kidding, it sounded like they were jumping on the roof, like for fun, and they were going to come crashing through. So needless to say, we could not record. And it's Monday night, I've worked my regular job all GD day, <laughs> and I'm sm- I'm on my second hot sake uh, of the evening to be continued Throughout this podcast, which might last like three hours. I don't know. I'll try to keep it on track. <laughs> Good <laughs> I, luck. I will fail. Good luck. Pardon while I take a sip. I just okay. need to bring up a little something with our audience. We don't need to do this. That Michael and I were discussing no. this AM when we woke up. No. Nope. Well, he woke up in the living room. I woke up in the bedroom because, as we all know, Mike and our producer, Joan, in the booth. Nope. Previously. Nope. Had a failed relationship that I think we all can agree that Mike fucked up. Anyway, we've never revealed Joan's full name, but we came up with it this morning. <laughs> And her name is... There's no we in this Joan. equation. Her name is Joan Maroney. So her name is Joni Maroney. And she's really thin. 
obviously her nickname is Boney Maroney. <laughs> Boney Maroney. I am not drunk. I you don't drink, Mike. <laughs> you don't drink. Correct. Everyone out there, dear listeners, gentle, gentle podcast aficionados. <laughs> Michael is such a good boy. Nope. He really All right. is. Let's go back to the fake. You're Joan the stuff nicest. <laughs> we don't need this. Like sweetest, nope. down to earth, most single <laughs> man I know. And I'm over here like a fucking heathen, <laughs> pounding fucking sake and smoking all weed. You know what I mean, Mike? I, so I do happen to know what you mean. <laughs> so. Michael and oh, also Joan is <laughs> Southern. No, <laughs> that's why she calls him Michael. Oh God, he loves it. I don't. He loves it. <laughs> I really, he really don't. It. Send help. I really don't. <laughs> so, so it's Joanne and Michael and Joni Maroney, <laughs> also known as Boney Maroney. Oh, Boney Joni Maroney, surely Michael. Oh my God. <laughs> Just Any, to clarify, no. once again, Joan does not exist. Joni is not real. <laughs> there is no producer of no this show, as if you couldn't tell. As if we could afford a fucking producer. We're in my living room. We are in my living I'm sitting on my broken couch. I think our production values speak for themselves. I think so, <laughs> yeah. And I'm just happy that people still actually listen. Hey, and to the new, like, horde of listeners that we got this week holy crap i don't know how we got so many listeners in one week but thank you so much like that's the coolest shit no i mean i'm a libra i need the validation (laughs) so thank you it's a big big part of my self-esteem and uh as we all know my self-esteem can fluctuate so i will undrunkenly also <laughs> echo the sentiment thank you for everybody who does listen we appreciate Doesn't that everybody make you feel obviously awesome like well they're not listening for me yeah oh listen they're... buddy <laughs> let me just c- clue you in on something when i listen to the podcast back like as a listener just on a monday when it comes out whatever and i'm at work and i finally get upstairs and can just like put my earbuds in and whatever yeah i listen for you I don't listen to listen to myself and go, oh, my God, I'm, like, so funny. I'm, like, so cute. and like, oh, my God, I'm actually, like, adorbs. And, like, why am I single? But that's another story for another day. And probably, <laughs> maybe we'll do tequila shots next time. I don't know Michael. I don't Michael. know who this we is, but. Michael. <laughs> but I listen for you. And I betcha. Oh, I betcha. No. There's a. A, a group of girls out there that listen specifically to hear your sexy podcast oh, voice. God, All that right. I don't. I don't have a sexy podcast. I sound Ugh. like a fucking cartoon. <clears throat> People have said, "Did you get Sarah Silverman to be on your <laughs> podcast?" And I'm like, "I am not Jewish. <laughs> I mean, I'm Jewish, <laughs> but like, and I'm not from New York. Michael's Jewish for real." Well. Oh, I spilled half my sake on the couch. <laughs> God damn it. Whatever. It's This couch sucks anyway. Dog will be awfully happy. Yeah, my dog's going to like lick it and she'll be like wobbling around later. 
guess that means I have to get a refill. <laughs> do you want to? Uh, do you want to move on to the story here? Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is the story of the Bennington Triangle. You know the Bermuda Triangle and the Bridgewater Triangle, but you know? Vermont yes. has their own mysterious tri-sided shape. So many people were disappearing from this, this heavily forested mountainous area that Vermont author Joseph A. Citro bestowed the moniker on the area, which includes an actual ghost town named Glastonbury. The 2020 census counted the population at nine people. <laughs> Nine. Nine. You know what? My graduating eighth grade class had ten people. So, so that is very intimate. <laughs> I don't like that. Everybody knows everybody's business. I mean, I mean probably it's one family. How nine can people. you? I mean, what's well, just like it's two and two and then two and then the six and then four. It's like <laughs> a parent with like a son and a daughter or something. That's weird. I don't like that. In the mid to late 1800s, the town's population boomed to a whopping 241. To 12. 241. (laughs) As people came to the area to find work in the logging industry. But once that work dried up, the town withered. The census actually counted one resident in 1950. One resident? What? Wait. What? It's just Michael living in a cabin. He like he moved away because Joni Bonin Maroney broke his heart. And he moved away to a cabin by himself, just one person, lonely man in a town? Yeah. I don't like it. Even for Vermont. Sarah. That's weird. Even for, even for Vermont, yeah. that's weird. Even for Vermont, it's pretty... That's strange. Pretty remote. Yeah. Starting in 1945, or documentation started appearing in 1945 who knows what was happening before that but people started disappearing but what makes these disappearances more unique is the lack of explanations or even bodies that would explain what happened to the victims probably not the first by any stretch but considered the first to disappear in the bennington triangle series was Mitty rivers Mitty was 74 years old and worked... Oh, no. <laughs> She's a nana. He, he, oh, no. Okay. He. Uh, he worked as a hunting guide. Oh, no. It's a poppy. Yeah. Oh, no. It's a poppy. To say he was familiar with the area would be an understatement. Okay. Rivers was leading a group of four hunters through a part of the Glastonbury Woods called Hell Hollow. And that is not a joke. I don't. I'm not comfortable. No. It's like in Jurassic Park when the, he gives the, he's like the, uh, when, th- like, trace muerte. So whatever he says, and he's like, it's like the three deaths. So I'm like, turn the fucking boat around. Like, what are you doing? No, no, I don't like that. I, I'm not, if I was in a stagecoach or a car or a cab or Uber, and I was on my way there, and they're like, yeah, we're heading to, I no, I'm, can you stop and turn around? I, uh, forgot my blow dryer, and we have to go back. Yeah, sorry, no. Inexplicably, Mitty vanishes. At the start of the search, no one could find any trace, but because of who he was, not much of an alarm was raised. Most assumed he would be able to take care of himself and would eventually find his way back into town. That's kind of sad, actually. Everybody's like, mm, nobody really cared. He was, you know, well, they, he lived by himself. They trusted he could. No, I know, but that's out. like. That's kind of sad, no? Like nobody's 
Well, when he didn't show up back in town, the search intensified. More than 300 locals came out, and the army was even dispatched from Fort okay. Devens in All Massachusetts. Right. Okay, okay. After eight days of searching, Mitty was not found. Not even a single clue as to where he went or what mm. happens to him could be found. Nefarious. 1946 would be the year that first brought the Bennington Triangle to national prominence. Paula Weldon was an 18-year-old freshman at Bennington College. It was during Thanksgiving break that she decided to hike through part of the mountains, in particular a path called the Long Trail, No. instead of going home. <laughs> no, I don't want to be on a trail for that. I want to. Be, I want to be on something that says like the immediately ended trail or like the very short trail. The you never left the cabin trail. No, the, <laughs> the I stayed in front of the fire, not a nice cup of tea, under a heated blanket trail. No, not the long trail. No. I'm never going on the long trail. No. It was uh, Sunday, December first, while wearing a bright red clothing, so she would be easy to see in the okay. woods. Uh, Smart. The, no, she was last seen heading into the entrance of the long trail. The next day, classes were set to resume, but Paula never showed. Oh. This time, over a thousand people searched for her. Oh my god! And a massive reward for at the time five thousand dollars was offered. Listen, for us broke, for us brokies, five thousand dollars is a lot of money. Yeah, and especially yeah, in nineteen forty-six, that could really change my life, you guys. <laughs> like, well, it wouldn't change my life, but it's still a lot of money. Multiple law enforcement agencies and various aircrafts were used in the search, but just like Mitty, not a single shred of evidence was uncovered. This is like Roanoke. I don't like this. Despite, I don't like when people disappear without a trace. It really fucking freaks me out. Despite the size of the search, many considered the police too unsophisticated to handle a case like this. Uh, Paula's father in particular was outspoken about this, and... Just a few months later, the Vermont State Police were actually founded as a result. Oh, okay. It's, yeah, sure. However, to this day, Paula's case is still open. No, what? Yeah. They founded a whole fleet of police because of her. Yeah. And, okay. Still not. Dang. All right. Precisely three years later, to the day, the strangest case in the history of the Triangle happened. The only thing I that makes when things happen to the day on anniversaries of things that well, you're not going to like this one even more. No, because Mike. the only thing that makes any sense in okay. this is either Mandala effect. No, I don't or... like that. That makes me feel crazy. <laughs> or all of the witnesses were wrong from the beginning. No, how? No, you don't know the story yet. How? I don't care. How to a group of? No, you're. You little son of a bitch. <laughs> Your little evil grin. I, I can't wait till we do video podcast. Your evil little grin. I, I both love it and hate it at the same. I want to punch you and squeeze your cheeks at the same time. No. If multiple people see the same thing, they report the same thing. You cannot call it. It could be a group think. Oh, fuck. Mm, okay. Oh, you ready might for the actual right. story? Yeah, you might be right. Okay. A 68-year-old man named James Tedford was taking a bus from St. Albans down to Bennington. So mm. from pretty north in Vermont down. Okay. Bennington is further south towards kind of the Massachusetts border. Multiple other passengers, including the driver of the bus, all confirmed that Tedford was in his seat all the way up to the last stop just before getting to Bennington. <laughs> Weird. However, somewhere between the stops, Tedford disappeared. 
No. <laughs> Come on. I'm drunk, but give me a fucking break. The bus never stopped. No. His he luggage. Didn't, no, he did. His luggage, his luggage was still on board. And there was an open <laughs> bus schedule on his seat. No. No one could explain no, where Tedford Michael, went. Come on, man. Especially, <laughs> especially considering the bus was moving. Tedford has not been seen since. Come on! Come on! This is I'm gonna fucking kill you. I am gonna smother you with a pillow in your sleep. What is this? A year. This is ridiculous. A year after Tedford. Okay. It's now October 1950, to be precise. I'm going to try to get myself together because this is outrageous. Yeah, you're going to want to get yourself together for this part of the story. Eight-year-old Paul Jepsen also went missing. No. What? Last seen playing by his mother in and around the family's pickup truck. No. His mom is right there. The mom left to tend to pigs at the dump where she and her husband (laughs) worked. Yeah. She had what? like like composting pigs at, at the, a dump. I don't know. That's am I? Nope. That's... I don't live in the city. I would consider myself like a suburb girl. Yeah. But I have you ever heard no. anything like that? No. Okay. Okay. It's not. It's not the sake. No. This is outrageous. Yeah. Pigs at the dump. I. This I is outrageous. I don't understand. With a Johnson landfill, this fucking pig. This is outrageous. Okay, all right. When just, they got I, back I from you for confirmation when, at this point. When they got back from tending to the pigs, Paul was gone without a trace. Okay, again, it's not funny. Again, hundreds of people came together to search, and a bloodhound was brought in from New Hampshire. <laughs> no, this is not funny. This is weird. I don't like it. Vermont didn't even have any bloodhounds at the time. Get, like, there's not one. They fucking, brought the. They had to bring one fucking bloodhound. They had to bring the, the bloodhound. From, Bernie Sanders doesn't have a bloodhound at his house. Well, you he know, looks like the kind of guy. The state police were barely four years old at this point. They probably weren't even up and running. No. So they brought the bloodhound no. in from New Hampshire. No. The dog followed the scent. This is crazy. But the trail was lost at an intersection. Almost like Paul walked down the road and got in a car. Oh, he was beamed up by fucking aliens. Okay. One other potential theory was that Paul's parents killed him and disposed of the body via his the pigs. His parents killed him? And got rid of his body via the pigs at the dump. I mean... It's a theory. I mean, don't... Okay. I don't know why I always constantly pass out tips and tricks. Don't... I mean, pigs will eat an entire fucking human. Yeah. Like, bones and all. Yeah. So, like... Well... But... but Counter theory from Paul's father yeah. s- saying, I didn't kill yeah, him. Yeah, I didn't kill my my beloved yeah. son. He gave an interview to the Albany Times Union that he thought perhaps, quote, the lure of the mountains oh. <laughs> a- attracted his son to his doom. <laughs> I fucking hate so much. <laughs> what? The <laughs> L-U-R-E-R, the allure of the mountains, lured 
his son to his doom. To his <laughs> death. Paul had quote talked of nothing this else for ridiculous. days prior to his disappearance. This is ridiculous. So excited was he to visit the area. So he, they think he may have just wandered into the woods because he was so excited. This friendship has taken a turn. <laughs> Just two weeks after Paul vanished, yeah. 53-year-old Frida Langer went missing while hiking another area of yeah, the of Long Trail. Of course she did. People are just getting binged up left and right. She was on the Long Trail as well, just oh, a different God. area. Okay. Frida herself was reported to be an experienced hiker familiar with the area and even described as a survivalist. Oh. <laughs> okay. So she could handle herself. She could handle herself. Frida was out for a hike with her cousin, Herbert Eisner, when she slipped into a stream. As she was only a half a mile into the hike at the time, she decided to go back to the camp where her husband was actually still resting with yeah. an injured knee. However, I don't trust, I don't trust this story. Neither either. her husband nor cousin ever saw her again. What? What? So in between leaving her cousin and going to look for her husband, in a half mile. she just disappears. Yeah. This is such horseshit. Helicopters from Connecticut, again, the Army from Massachusetts, oh, God, Connecticut, other locally owned aircraft, and even the Vermont Aeronautics Commission joined the search for Frida. Okay. Eventually, as many as 400 people searched for her. Not a single clue was found. Well, not at first. The, oh, okay. I was like, this is really weirding me out. And then you were like, well, wait a minute. And I'm like, is this a hoax? Six months later. Frida became the first disappearance that turned up a body. What made the discovery of the body strange is that it was found near the Somerset Reservoir, oh which was God. an area of deforested field. Yeah. It was an open field and the body of water that had been searched numerous times in the previous months since her disappearance. Okay, maybe they were holding on to her body and then they finally fucking dumped it. The body didn't lead the investigation much further, though. It had decomposed so badly and it was only the 1950s that they could not even determine a cause of death. Oh, what? Ooh, that's like really decomposed then. But it was probably like strangulation or something if they couldn't tell. Because if it was a bone or like she got hacked to death or shot or something, you might be able to get like a bone chip or, you know what I mean? Like something yeah, like you that. You can get Maybe away with stabbing if you don't go too deep too, in, Yeah, in like, yeah, I guess so. The Bennington Triangle is also a hotbed of Bigfoot and UFO sightings, unsurprisingly, <laughs> leading some to think that the entire area is imbued with the supernatural is danger and mystery. Is it? Others have suggested the possibility Can of a I serial just killer. I you when I was a kid, my stepdad, he used to like subscribe to those Time Life books. Oh, God. Do you remember those things? Yes. Like, And it was like, one was like on the pyramids, and one was like on like UFOs, and one was on the Bermuda Triangle, and... Not Pop a Bennington Triangle one. Sasquatch and like yeah. all that stuff. And I used to read like as a, I was such a little fucking nerd. Like, oh my God. Like I would read Time, look time how far Life come. books. Look how I, yeah, far look how come. far I've come. Time Life books. And you know what else I love to read? Oh my God. Reader's Digest. <laughs> well, how else are you going to get the my, news of the day in short, quick My form? stepdad's mother. Would like keep them on the bookshelf, almost like in she Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah, she would save them, like a set of Encyclopedia like, Britannica. Okay, and she would keep them like month to month, and she would just stack them on the bookshelf. So when I would go over there on like a Sunday for dinner or something, I mean, I was she was like 
70, so there wasn't, like, anything to do. We did watch Deuce of Hazard, though, which was dope as fuck. And then I would read, like, these readers, which I never knew were, like, sort of religious-based magazines. Did you know that? Well, they have to cut out all the smut, you know. Well, they were sort of, like, very uh, Christian. I don't know. like Sanitized. They're, yeah, yeah, like, very sanitized. Wholesome. But I would read them. Like, I'm, like, eight, It's not nine, often I can ten. say this. You are a fucking nerd. I know. Oh, my God. Like, I'd be, like, ten years old. I'd be like, yeah, we're going to fucking Nana's. And I'm going to read, like, Reader's Digest this week. Like, what is wrong? This is why I'm single? This could be why I'm single. I don't think Maybe it's why. coming through. Maybe. <laughs> oh, God. Please help me. Others have suggested the possibility of a serial killer. Five missing people in five years fits the kind of pattern that you'd expect. Mm-hmm. But the wildly different ages and genders of the victims and the various locations where each was last seen well, tend to make I me don't, discount so that. So what? So what? So what? So what? Maybe this guy, maybe his thing is not having a thing. Maybe that's his thing. Maybe that's his thing. And maybe he's really good at it. He's Probably the only, a cop. He, the only one. Probably military. I don't think it's the only one. I think there's plenty of fucking murders out there that are not attributed to anyone that the same person has committed. We just don't know it. You're, you're gonna not going to tell sim- me that that's not a thing. You're going to find similarities. In, if, if there's a multiple murderer, you're going to yeah, find similarities. Are you, though? Maybe that's his whole strategy. If I was a killer, I wouldn't have the same MO every fucking time so why they could link one, me to all one? these murders. Why dump one body? And why is it the last one? Who knows what the circumstance was, Mike? Who, who, maybe she was almost dead, but then she woke up and he went, meh, and he just chucked her out knowing that she would... You don't know. I don't buy it. Ah, come on. Yet others think some sort of mountain cat could be responsible. No, like get out of here. Like a bobcat, you no. would find something, though. Mm-mm. No matter what's really going on, some weird stuff keeps happening in and around the area. Oh, I'll be... Thanking you to keep me out of Vermont. Then. In 2008, you, Robert Singley got lost in the Bennington Triangle on a Sunday night in October. <laughs> Quote, right before I got lost, or right before I lost the trail. Okay, so he was found. So technically. Well, he, yes. He's, okay. This is, uh, you know. It wasn't that fucking something could have been Something could have gone wrong. Right before I lost the trail. Everything, like, crescendoed into this weird sort of dizzying confusion. It just suddenly got dark. And then it was like, where am I? What's going on? Mm -hmm. I was totally lost. Okay. This happened in the same exact area that Paula Weldon went missing over 60 years prior. There are also other strange occurrences in the area, including terrifying voices allegedly showing up on dead air radio stations. Okay, that is weird. Sightings of mysterious figures like the Bigfoots and the whatnots. Well, are the... GPS. Oh, I don't want to argue with my son-in-law. <laughs> I do not have time to get into a debate on whether Sasquatch is real. It could be. I mean, who the fuck knows, Mike? Multiple navigational mishaps like yeah. what happened to Robert Singley okay. and uh, plane crashes. Planes have gone down <gasps> mysteriously in the air. Like our favorite TV show, Lost. <sighs> okay. What's going on up in Vermont? Come on, Mike. Just Can you like share a little bit of the Lost love with me right now? <laughs> you hate me right now. Uh- you hate drunk Joanne. And you know what, Joan? You are right to break up with him. Joni in the booth. 
because you, Mike, are intolerable <laughs> of other people. Right. Okay? Yep. Not You're not intolerable. I, we actually, Joan and I, actually love you, Mac. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, but I'm you right hate the, us. <laughs> I'm right You hate end. us. I literally just have to say the last word here. Fine. That was the story of the Bennington Triangle. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck that whole fucking story. And you know what, Mike? Okay. Because you hate me. I do not hate you. you do. You're looking at me with such contempt. What? It's not my fault you don't drink and you don't want to get a little bit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I have cut down a lot. <clears throat> I barely... You've known me for two years. Yeah. In Two years? Nope. Year and a half? Not even. No. Christmas, Christmas, and then... Okay, year and a half. Let's call it a year and a half. <laughs> okay. Don't... If, we, if we round up considerably, let's call it a year We'll do half. the Julia roundup. Okay. A year and a half. Yeah, fine. When have you really seen me drink? Three times, maybe? Maybe. Right. If that. And you hate me. I do not. I can't wait to go to this wedding with you. Oh, my God. Hey, everybody. Michael's sister's getting married. <laughs> I'm, I'm plus one to the wedding. And it's going to be a glorious fucking night for me and Michael. Send help. <laughs> send Please help. send help. Yes. I'll be but, fine in like 10 minutes when but, the sake wears yeah, off. Before, before you send the help, be sure to follow us on the <laughs> socials. <laughs> Twitter and Instagram at MAF Podcast Show. Thank you for being so professional, Michael. Somebody has to. <laughs> you can email us. <laughs> MAF Podcast Show at gmail.com. Joan, for... can you just turn his microphone off? And then existed. you and I can just run the show. This is horseshit. Okay. Joni is motioning that she will. Good luck. Turn your mic off. All if right. I give her, if I, I'm holding up my finger. Okay, give her the if signal. I give, give her, give her the signal. signal. Do it. She's turning your mic off, but do I it. won't do it. You know why? No, Mike? give the signal. I'd no, love you know to see why, an imaginary Mike? person kill because my mic. I know uh-huh. that there's girls out there that are oh just jonesing to hear you. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.